Welcome to the Financial Life Podcast with me, Ben Robel. This is episode 14. Thanks for listening in. This podcast is starting to take on a life of its own, which is great. So from time to time, we'll get out of what we're talking about on social media and talk about things in the news or the broader world to help put context around the things that can impact your financial life. Today, we're going to talk about compounding, which is one of the most fundamental concepts in finance, but also generally speaking in the world. The reason I wanted to bring this topic up is because when I listen to people talk on social media or television, radio, podcasts, etc., I think that the description of this idea is done somewhat incorrectly. Many people talk about the idea of compound interest, which is definitely a type of compounding, but as you can imagine from the name, is based on interest, meaning you have to be making interest for it to compound. And a better way to think about this is compounding in general. Compounding exists in many different arenas outside of finance. It exists in social media. If you start a new account and you go out and find a follower, that first follower is an organic follower. If that person sends something that you've done out to somebody else and they decide to follow you, that person is from compounding. It is the thing growing on top of itself. So in finance, it's money making itself money. And you can see it across the spectrum. So we don't have to limit it to interest. Let's think about it this way. Compounding is the ability for money to make money on top of itself. But that requires time. If it requires time, then what are we really talking about here? What we're really talking about is the investment or bet that you've made having a rate of return and the amount of time it takes for that to grow. Fundamentally, low rates of return investments have lower risk. You don't have to be as worried about them failing and losing you all of your money. Higher rate of return investments or bets have a higher risk, meaning there is a much larger potential for you to lose your money. Lower rate of return investments require more time. So they depend on compounding more than shorter term, higher rate of return investments. So let's think about this from the perspective of a roulette spin or a bet on a play in a football game where the time between making your bet or your investment and the time you get the result is quite short. You can think about this in two different ways. Either you can think about it as the idea that compounding doesn't have time to work because the time frame is so short, or you can think about it as it is compounding at a an extremely high rate on a second by second or millisecond by millisecond basis. And in the 15 or 20 seconds it takes for a football play to run or a roulette wheel to stop spinning, you will find out whether you have made a lot of money, especially if you go with the green slot on the roulette wheel, or if you've potentially lost all of your money. There's a good rule to illustrate this idea, and it's the rule of 72. The rule of 72 is designed to give you a back-of-the-envelope estimate for how long it takes to double your money. So we're going to work with whole numbers here. Take the number 72 and either 
divided by an annualized rate of return. So how much return you'll make every year or the number of years you want to consider. So let's take 7% annual returns. We think we're going to make 7% every year. How long will it take for us to double our money making 7% every year? So 72 divided by seven is about 10. So 10 years and take out a pencil and a piece of paper. You can do this math yourself. In the first year, you'll have $100. You invest it at the end of the year, you'll have 107. Then in the second year, at the end, you'll have $114.49, then $122.50, then $131.08, cents, $140.26, $150.07 in the sixth year, $160.58 in the seventh year, $171.82 in the eighth, $183.85 in the ninth, and at the end of the tenth year, you will have $196.72, which is almost double the $100 that you initially invested. What's happening here? Every year, your $100 initial investment is making it 7%. But every year after the first year, the 7% from the previous year is also making 7%. So in the first year, you put $100 in, it makes $7. In the second year, you put $107 in, the $100 makes it 7%, but the seven new dollars also make their 7%. That's compounding. Now, we didn't say whether that 7% was interest or growth or anything like that, but it's fairly similar. If you buy a stock and it goes from 100 to 110 and it grows the next year at 10%, that $10 that you grew initially will also grow. So it will grow fast. It will grow to a higher number than it did at the beginning. And this ties back to a critical concept in investing. When you grow, you grow from a lower number, which means that a growth rate has a proportional impact on the investments you make. If you invest $100 and you make 10%, you will have 110. But if you contract or you lose money, it's a higher impact because you fall from a higher number. So if we take our $110 and we lose 10%, 10% 10 of 110 is 11. So now we have 99. So we've actually lost 1%. That's what compounding is. Compounding goes both directions and it's true on interest. It's true on equity. It's true in social media. It's true in science. It surrounds us. And therefore, it's an important concept to understand. We'll talk about it more in some detail in the future because it can get a little more complicated than what we talked about today. But in the meantime, enjoy your weekend. Thanks for listening.